You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. All right, episode seven. We're going to continue our conversation on insecurities. Uh, On this one, we're going to focus on what it is... uh, insecurities in the church, insecurities of the things we face as roles of men, uh, how our current church is dealing with all of these things, uh, and how we just walk it out as men. Uh, so if you haven't listened to episode six, make sure you do that because it puts a lot of context into this episode. All right, boys. Oh, geez. We're getting Amber alerts. Yep. That's scary. Nissan Pathfinder. All right, everybody. Uh, Someone else, start with a list of your insecurities. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what's funny? I think we all yeah, did last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? No, make, make sure you listen well, John to John did. Yeah, I was the only one that was just like, what? here's all my stuff. And well, you guys ben, were like, ben asking you, Ben asking you went on. I did. Like, okay. Well, okay. So let's talk about that. So humility is actually one of the tools that God has used in me to get past my insecurities. Mm. Ironically enough, because... Uh, you know, being humble and realizing that you don't know everything, you don't need to talk about all the time, you know, being humble that realizing, okay, I may not have the biggest penis, you know, um, just humility around these things allows me to see them objectively. But if you don't, because the world just wants you to be prideful, right? Pride comes before the fall all the time, came with Satan, right? And continued down, um, that's what I noticed. Just as John MacArthur said, pride is a sewer pipe, which all of the sin flows from. For me, that was a big thing is releasing my pride about needing to be the biggest, most successful, whatever, allowed me to step, started to step into uh, and allowed God to uncover the things that was in my life that he could truly elevate. So, yeah. I don't know. Coming from a religious background, for me, I think pride, I mean, uh, humility added to my insecurities. Ooh, that's good. Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, like, you know, I was always raised to be humble about everything, right? Like, don't ever talk about yourself. Don't ever talk about, you know, the good that you have. Is don't that true ever... humility? Or would it's you call not. It? That's what I said. Like, okay. growing up in a religious background, like, sure. religion can do that to that you. What would you call that then? If it's not true humility, what is it then, do you think? It's hard to, it's hiding. It's, it's religion. To, yeah, that's good. <laughs> right? Yeah. And religion can, can dictate a lot of stuff that'll add to your insecurities as well. I mean, we, we're living in Utah, <laughs> right? Right. A, a lot, I mean, Utah is, is the, the state that has the highest suicide rate, uh, that has the highest rate in, of, of plastic surgery, uh, yep. that has... Green jello. Yeah, right. <laughs> where does, where does all of that come from it's it's insecurities that are fed into you by a religion that tells you you've got to meet some expectations that are not ideal really mm-hmm. and for me like growing up religious like i felt like i couldn't really talk about the things that were insecurities in my life and that kind of perpetuated into trying to deal with it in other ways like watching porn and and stuff like that but when I got to a point in my life where I was able to accept those things and actually talk about it 
was when I started to find freedom and walk away from it. Talk yeah. about and it. What's up? Who do you talk about it to people? Or it, like your wife talk or? about it. Talk about it to people. So you've you've always got to hang out with and make friends with people that you want to be like. Mm. Like you you can't just hang out with dickheads all day long and expect mm -hmm. to be someone in your life right, right. you yep. just you just can't you've yep. got to yep. someone I don't know where I heard this from but uh, someone said you are the average of the five people that you hang out with mm. yeah right yeah you are your friends yeah. right and so you've got to always hang out with people that you want to be like yeah or people that are doing better than you and that's also an insecurity where you're like oh man like that dude's got a nice house, a boat, like I am not anyone worthy enough mm -hmm. to hang out with the guy. But mm -hmm. like you've got you've to gotta start somewhere and you've got to start hanging out with people that are doing better than you to, to be able to talk about it and bring it out yeah. and ha yeah. have them help you get past it. Well, it can even be individual things too. It doesn't have to be a whole, right? Like, oh, someone's got a great marriage. Mm -hmm. I like that. Or right. someone's got great kids or exactly. whatever. So mm -hmm. keep going. Sorry, Tyson. Yep. And when you're you talking about uh, insecurity within your religion, within Christianity, that stems from, you're looking at basically this list of rules, which is mm -hmm. religion. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. comparing yourself. Yeah. How do I match up? Boom, boom, boom. And insecurity comes in when you try to do this religion on your own well on your, with your fatty. own sorry I'm so hungry <laughs> and he's the skinniest one here. are you gonna share that muffin no oh. <laughs> sorry Tyce keep going I can, uh, can I try some of that absolutely yeah. I'll just pass it around yeah that looks so good y'all becoming, becoming fat with me <laughs> the top I can tell we're all secure about our bodies <laughs> Yeah. No, but the insecurity with religion, it stems from when you're looking at these religious laws, right? Yeah, that's good. And you're comparing yourself. How am I matching up to each one of these? And when you're not meeting that, you become insecure because you're trying to do that all on your own power. <clears throat> uh, when you allow Christ well, to come in, you mm -hmm. realize that, yep. oh, yep. I already meet all these rules through his goodness, through that's his right. grace, through mm -hmm. his that sacrifice, great. that atonement. That is and boom, insecurity has gone because mm -hmm. you realize you don't, it's not your righteousness. You got God's righteousness. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm so coming good. from the same background, kind of like the same background, like uh, a religious background. And when I came to our church, uh, I, I was surprised to hear testimonies, you know, I was like, they really are going through that mm. because I was used to uh, to a place where our leaders, you know, um, they they accept some, but not maybe not all of the, all of them, right? Sure. So I, I'm really amazed that we can talk about it, and this is what I would like to to put in our minds, right? The combination of all of insecurities is are going to take us to isolation. Isolations put us in a spot where we can be destroyed. Yeah, which we talked so about. Just yeah. talking about these and being mm -hmm. able to talk, that's what I ask you. Who do you talk to? You know? Mm -hmm. And then it's a great example. Get with good friends, get with people you can interact with and learn right. from them and improve yourself. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, because we're all kind of touching on it. Is if you want to be less insecure, tell people and be vulnerable with people yes. about your insecurities. Mm -hmm. It's 
the world has this weird reverse. They'd be like, oh, well, you're insecure. Don't tell anybody about them. Mm -hmm. But what that breeds and the enemy's so sneaky is that breeds more insecurity. It's when you can sit in a conversation like this with men you trust, people you trust and be open and honest, like, hey, I'm struggling with this or mm -hmm. I don't want this in my life anymore. And that's the beauty about coming to Jesus is um, he shows you exactly where you are, whether you're beaten down. We talked, uh, the, the analogy I used earlier in the previous episode was when you're so covered by dirt and you're so dirty, Jesus shows you your sin. But the beauty of Jesus is he's like, okay, this is where you're at, but I'm not going to leave you here because that's not no. who I am. Yes. And then he slowly starts to walk you through this process where he starts to clean you off. He starts to dust you off because um, your, your, your journey is to become more like him. I mean, we're never going to be perfect, but your journey, and that's the thing within a healthy church society uh, or congregation is, and we do this, I think we even do this in our church where you look at other people and be like, oh, they're so holy or they're so mm, this, they yeah, have it all together. Yeah. And we're, we're super honest, like that's not the reality. No. It's a, like, okay, I may be at this point now, but I walked through this for the past 15 yeah. years of my life, cheating, porn, whatever, um, to get to this point. And that's the problem with our society is another thing is we think that we look at somebody's, you know, whatever success is to you in that moment. And we think, oh, you know, I want that. But sometimes we don't realize people, the sacrifice that people had to get there. And that's the thing with the insecurities to becoming secure is you have to sacrifice and you have to be willing to put into the work. Yeah. Um, and we're obviously all still on this journey, but that's a lot of the work that we have done personally, whether it's through battling through porn, battling through uh, comparison, identity, is you have to put in the work with Jesus to get to the point where you're more secure. There's a complete transition when you step into the church because- A healthy church. A healthy church, that's right. Because before, when you're just living in the world and what the world tells you, there's a comparison of, uh, hey, I need to be more like the world, right? And you feel insecure because you're not like the world. Mm. But then when you step into a healthy church, uh, you're coming from a background of being, you know, uh, um, polluted by the world. And so, That's and then empty, you right? look at this, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. you look at uh, these healthy members of the church and then you start to feel insecure because you're, not more like Christ. And mm. so there's these, there's a complete 180 that happens for uh, new people who step into a healthy church that um, I think honestly is, is, I think it's a healthy insecurity at first. What, what do you guys think about that? No, it is. Cause it's, it's, well, it's a humility. It's the true Christ humility. It's not a religious humility. And one thing I want to say is if you're in a church that is condemning you for something that you cannot control, whether it be the color of your skin, and I see this, I just want to make this one PSA, or the color of your skin, whatever it may be, you need to leave churches because that's not Jesus. Jesus does not condemn us by any metric and Jesus does not um, compare us by any metric. Just because you are a certain color, you are not bad, you are not evil, you are not less than. So if you are in a situation where a church is trying to make you feel bad for something you cannot control, like the color of your skin, go to a different church. Sorry. I don't know why I just needed to say that. I agree. Yeah. I'm glad you said what, it. I, well, I came, I came to uh, our church like a year ago, a year and, and a few months already. And I feel- Which we were so glad you did. Thank you, man. I love you guys. Uh, but it's, uh, it's been uh, a totally different journey for mm. all these years that I have. I don't regret 
I mean, I actually am very um, grateful for the years that I have, the pastors that mentoring me. Mm. But this this was a different level, you know, for, for me, for my family, for what we've been doing. So the fact of coming and seeing pastors asking for praying as well. Yes. You know? Yes. It, it's it's a humble, and you mentioned that. Humility is, it's that's the real thing. Hey, I am human. I'm dealing with this, you know? Yeah. And when I used to be in, in, in my other churches, I'm, I was a leader, and the leaders never fell, right? <laughs> yeah. In a way, yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like that exactly, but there is this appearance that we are stronger. And it is it's true in a way. We have certain... Uh, skills or, or, or talents that God gave us, right? But we are not perfect. I really mm-hmm. love like being among our men in church that we are all helping each other. Mm. And that is the point of moving. So when I came first, you know, I, I didn't speak. I tried to step away. So every time we go to prayer, you know, when I notice that we have to pray for each other, oh man, that was hard for me, you know? I was like, how am I going to pray? I never pray in English. <laughs> yeah. I always was speaking in Spanish. So mm. doing this, I was really insecure. And I, I don't know if you notice, sometimes I, I stay away. It's hard for me to understand some jokes. It's hard to me to say some jokes. It's hard mm. to me to recreate. So I my language is limited. So that was an insecure. But I've been improving. So what I said in, in, in the episode number six I compare with myself. I'm not going to compare with John. Mm-hmm. If I, by the way, I, in, in the other episodes, I was trying to speak faster, that, like the way that John was doing. I I can't. So I need to slow down. I need to think. I need to, you know, I need to be able to um, put the ideas in, 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 in the way that I want to, right? But speaking, and it, it, it was an insecurity. And look at me right now. I'm sitting here. And I don't know how many people are, are going to listen to this. And to me, it's, it's an improvement. Yeah. yeah. To me, yeah. it's an improvement. There's a really good book uh, called Atomic Habits. Mm. What is it? Atomic Habits. Mm. Uh, it's, it's all about making small changes yeah. to get better. Yeah. It's a, it's a good book. Yeah. It's worth reading. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny what you just said, Abe, because I'm sitting in a room where people are um, from different parts of the world. I think you all speak a different language. You speak, you speak, no? Okay, well, sweet, you're with me then. Um, <laughs> but like it, those breed insecurities because I'm a dumb white American that I don't speak another language, I don't whatever, I'm boring, I'm now I'm racist and all those other things. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's funny how you were saying, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm jealous of you sometimes because <laughs> I'm a boring white American. <laughs> I had this conversation with, uh, with, my boss yesterday uh and like we were we were talking about like diversity and inclusion and all that jazz mm. that's happening and and one of my colleagues piped up and said well, you know what i can't really talk about that and i'm like why and he's like well i'm not of the complexion to be able to talk about it i was like you see that's just that's just wrong yeah Right, yep. just because you're a white male doesn't mean you have to repress yourself because of something your ancestors did. It's it's sure. stupid. We're not guilty for the sins of our fathers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I when you said you know if you if you're in a church that that judges you based on your race or your color, go find a different church. Yes. 
I mean, forget church, like work, anything, anything yes. <laughs> right? Yep. Like be who you are. You, you are what God made you to be. There's a lot that you don't have control over. Uh, there are some things that you can control that mm. you probably shouldn't. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Like bleaching your skin or anything silly <laughs> like that. Right? Like, yeah. but I, I think, just if you're comfortable with who you are and like I said in the last episode the way I've dealt with it was I I knew who I am mm. I knew who created me who whose I am and that I am fearfully and wonderfully made uh, that he knows every hair on my head I am the apple of his eye I mean there's so many verses in the Bible that will yeah. build up your confidence in who you yeah. are and as long as you understand that, I think you should be fine. And what? And the reason why we keep bringing up, if you're in a situation where you're being made feel guilty for something, that breeds insecurity. Mm-hmm. And through that insecurity, people often do bad things. Right. Or like as the, they say, the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And I yes. feel like that we're very much experiencing that. Like we came out of um, uh, like the civil rights movement which, and I think, I think as a whole, I think it was a good thing. I think there were some areas where we overcorrected because mm-hmm. we were trying to. But then if you look at the past, you know, I don't know, 30 or so years, I think there's a lot of things that were bred out of good intentions. And I think that that's what's a lot of what's happening now. I mean, you can, we don't need to go down that rabbit trail. But, um, so tell me, somebody tell me something that you are struggling with as insecurities, um, in the Christian realm, what is something that you struggle with? Like Tyson was saying, like when he started this this conversation, this, this episode where you don't feel like you match up to someone else in, in church, right? Like mm. I remember growing up in a Pentecostal church, I would see people prophesying and I'm like, well, I, I can't do that. Sure. Yeah, people speaking in tongues is like I, I, I can't do that. People preaching, I'm like, mm-hmm. I wish I was like that. I wish I knew how to do it. Uh, like you constantly compare yourself with others, which is what Abe was saying is, once you stop comparing yourself to others, and use your life kind of as a milestone and say, okay, here's where I am. Here's where I want to be. How do I get there? Who do I need in my life that can influence me to get from point A to point B? Continue working on yourself. I think you'll make progress. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there is a natural comparison that just happens in the church. It it really does. And I think the way you view it is key. Because you 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 come into the church, a healthy church, and you're you're pushed to grow, and God works on your heart, and you'll have this natural desire to um to to have a better life, you know, and God wants to bless you in that. And so when you when you realize that um, okay, I'm I'm looking at these other guys who I, I want to have a marriage like them, or I want to be blessed financially like them, whatever the blessing is. There, there's a comparison there. And uh, I think that when you realize that um, that God's trying to get something to you mm. and he'll show you something that you're not operating under at, and that is a problem that, yeah. that's going on. He's saying, hey, 
you don't have this because you're not doing this. So there's a comparison that you're looking at you're not doing right now. And so I think that that's a healthy thing in the church because it's actually aspiring you towards goodness, towards a better life rather than when you go in the world and they're saying, Hey, you don't have this. And you start to chase that. It's actually leading you to destruction. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're taking <laughs> pictures. We're going to post on <laughs> social media. Well, I think what's, that's an interesting distinction there. We've been, I think we've been touching on this a little bit is the thing with Jesus is you're always aspiring to something mm-hmm. and the world doesn't think that you should aspire to anything. And uh, I think that is a very dangerous thing. It's like the world says, oh, you just need to love me who I am. And God says, I love you who you are, yep. but I don't want to leave you there right? because I want you to be truly who you are. I want you to be the the 100% of who you are instead of maybe 20%. And I feel like because we go through the world and we go through sin and we go through these different things, we're so beaten up and bruised and damaged that there may be uh, like who we are under the surface, but it's generally unhealthy and full of insecurities. We're acting, it's like we're, we are showing the world who we are through the filter of our insecurities instead of showing the world who we are through the filter of our securities. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, and our securities are obviously the main one is always Jesus because we are complete. We are these things um, through Jesus and it allows us to be the most secure version of ourselves. And we're going to call this, you so doubly called it, insecurely secure. And um, and that's the big, that's that has been the game changer for us. And that's why we talk about it so much is this is how we've come out on the other end is through powerful men, through Jesus, through a healthy community of believers, the showing us, um, like for example, we we are really big into our roles as men, right? This is actually in the notes. It's like expectation versus current reality is, okay, and Ben, you touched on this. I see somebody with maybe an amazing career or an amazing family. Instead of beating yourself up and saying, well, I'm mm-hmm. never gonna have that or staying in my insecurities, well, how do I get to that point? I mean, and that's truly, I mean, it's part of the walk with Jesus is like, it. he doesn't want to leave you where you're at because if you are, then, I mean, ultimately, you're never going to get to the Father because you have to go through through Jesus and sin separates us from God. I'm getting into the weeds on theology a little bit here, but, and I think that what is, if, so let me, let me ask you this. If Satan can continue to get us to, act in our insecurities, what is he holding us back from? Well, if you're acting in your insecurities, you're um, operating under idolatry. You're idolizing um, a quality of some, someone, something, and you're attaining that, you're chasing that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I feel like uh, your current reality versus the expectation of being a Christian man is uh, you can be secure in your current reality because you know that God's going to work out what he's planned for you. Mm. You know, so there's a security there. Um, yeah, that's all I got on that. But that, that's a great security because it's not on you. It's yes. on him, right? And I've never seen, what it amazed me right now that I've seen the testimony of people being transformed. I mean, their life being transformed from a negative, uh, a negative side to a positive side. You know, I've seen 
improvement, good improvement of people being transformed because we are not, our insecurities, if we put them on him, you know, this is, you know, it's not me. This is, mm -hmm. this is, this is how I was, how I was made of, you know, and we put them on him there. I've seen people transform doing that. Right. So, um, I think that definitely are being part of a, of a group of men that are willing to bring this up. And as we said at the beginning, being humble is very important. The real humble, really important to say, Hey, I need help. And, and I think that's part of the success in our, in our church that we are open. Yes. We are you open. Have to be. Yes. And, and it's just, you know, being transparent. I, I, I do that with my team. At work, I try to be tr as much as I can, transparent as, as much as I can so we can work together. And it, 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 it does help a lot. So um, I think that definitely uh, looking for a church that can be open will help a lot. Let's, let's unpack the uh, current reality that we each face as men versus the expectation as a Christian man and touch on how the expectation in reality is, is not on this earth. It's, it's heaven. That's mm -hmm. like the, that's what we all are aspiring towards. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it through that lens, there's going to be a constant, constant improvement and growth, which I think can, men can confuse as, oh, I'm insecure. Well, let me tell you, you're always going to be on this, this path towards, right. towards growth. Right. I'm going to kind of, go back because the last question you asked was what happens if you continue in your insecurity and what happens if you act on your insecurity we're all we're all happily married we're secure in our christianity we're secure in who we are right now sure so i'm gonna go back to a time when it wasn't that way for me uh i think acting on your insecurities can drive the good people out of your life as well, right? Like if, wow. if we're talking about you need to surround yourself with people that are better than you to come out of your insecurity, continuing to act on your insecurity just drives those people away from you. So uh, true. When I was before married, when I was a whore and I was dating, <laughs> I was dating so many you're, women. You're what? <laughs> just Wait a second, was? Was a whore? <laughs> Uh, right. Like, so there, there was this one girl that I was talking to and, and she, very insecure and mm. like, like, she would always assume that I was with somebody else Interesting. and I wasn't. And, and she'd be like, did you have a great night? You know, last night I'm like, no, I was home alone. <laughs> right. I love it. And, and like she would, and then she'd be like, you know what? I know you. That's why I don't run to you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> right but like she was acting on her insecurities sure uh, and so it was an opportunity that she would have lost like she could have had a good friend but it was a friendship that she lost and and like how do you become a better person how do you come out of your insecurities if you continue to act on them like you've got to identify your insecurities come across people that have overcome it that are that are or that are also working to overcome it mm. and then talk about it and and 
work it out. Like you can't act on it, repress it, or even repress it and say, okay, this is, this is fine. This is who I am and expect to be any better of a person down the road. I think that's huge. That's huge. Because again, the world tells you that you just need to stay where you are. Mm -hmm. And through that, how many missed opportunities are you having? Right. Relationships, job, professional, walk with Jesus. I mean, you name it. Because if we can't come to Jesus and be honest about who we are, then Jesus often cannot heal slash move in right. that area because right. we're withholding it from him. That's something in the Christian world. And, and that's the thing is Jesus is and God are, he's a gentleman. So he's not going to come into your life and do the things that you don't want him to do. Mm -hmm. That's why following him, accepting him is a choice, not forced upon us like robots. But everything that we're seeing right now is encouraging, the world is encouraging us to continue in the path that we're in, mm -hmm. not to improve. All of it, right? Like critical race theory and mm -hmm. the whole body conscious thing now where, you know, it's okay to be thick, yeah. right? Like yeah, it's yeah. okay to, and it is okay to have cellulite, it's okay to be thick, but like, are we glorifying that to a point where mm. let's stay where we are. Like, you know, the the whole LGBTQIA, the, just everything that we're doing, reparations, like everything that we're doing that we're talking about right now is a perversion in that we are glorifying what is and we're encouraging people to stay in what is and never encouraging people to get better, right? It's okay that you are this way stay this way, don't feel bad about it. And I'm not saying feel bad about it. If you are gay, you're you're gay, that's great, right? Sure. Like, don't feel bad about it, but don't settle, right? Like, don't think that that is the only way for you. Uh, if, if you're fat and have a dad bottle, like I do, it's not bad, <laughs> right? But don't settle. Like I want to get better. I want to. Sure. I want to lose weight. I want to work out. Mm -hmm. I want to want to do better things in my life. What we as a society are doing right now is glorifying what is, and not really encouraging people to get better. Well, I think it circles back to around what, kind of what you were saying, Tyson. Is so often in unhealthy Christian cultures, churches, communities, whatever you want to call them, there is this. Well, this is the way I've been. This is the way I'm always going to be, right? As, but if you read your word, that's not what God says. You know, God, the word, it's all about transformation. Mm -hmm. You're always, you're reborn. You're born anew. So if you're reborn, that's not always the way things were. You know, expectations in the church, for example, you, you know, I know uh, we've talked about this a lot is just your expectation of a man. Like what's a healthy expectation right? Your marriage, how you're leading, you know, your personal life, all these things. And um, there's, there's so many things that feed unhealthy habits in those areas to where, okay, maybe your marriage isn't everything it could be. Well, just get divorced or, you know, those types of things instead of sticking through it to the point where you can actually see physical change. And I think that that's one of the huge lies of the enemy and Ben, you're, you were talking about it so well, is this lie that you don't, other people need to change to appease you, mm -hmm. 
right? And I think that's a huge thing in just unhealthy Christian like realms, whether it's a marriage or whatever. And that's one thing uh, my wife and I always talk about is like we get into a fight, for example, and uh, there's a a situation where I may be a thousand percent correct. Okay, well, I can dig in or I can still approach the situation with humility and own up for any sort of thing that I may have done. And that has been the biggest tool in my life to battle my insecurities as I talked about earlier is because when I do that, very often, how do, you con- how do you combat someone that has a ton of humility? Because I know at the end of the day, if I walk into a situation with a ton of humility and not worry so much about my insecurities, then often the world just kind of opens up for me. My wife opens up like a book, like in a good way. Workplace opens up like a book. And if it doesn't, then I know yeah. that I have stood on humility and integrity and I don't have to worry about anything else, but that's only achievable through being secure in the things that God has brought upon me. I don't know if that was answering some no, of your question, Tyson. Yes, but. totally. I think like that's the clue to, to remove insecurity, being humble mm. and, and being uh, and, and act with integrity. We already talked about the natural, right, of the insecurities. We think that is coming from a, the sources from a non-real source or... No, it's it's real sources as well. It's, you know, you can look at... I can look at, and I'm making this up right now, I can look at John and say, hey, I mean, he's got a great new home mm-hmm. and and I don't. And that could be a source of insecurity, right? Like it's... Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's anything I, I, like you were saying if you if you keep comparing yourself to others you're always going to feel insecurity uh but if you look at yourself and say okay here's where i am here's where i need to be how can i get from point a to point b what steps do i need to take then you could overcome insecurities and you could you could acknowledge okay here's where mm-hmm. i am i have a dad bod i don't have the Mm -hmm. muscles i used to have uh here's where i need to be i need to look a little bit more like tyson i need to you know get bigger arms Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then reach out to tyson and be like hey what is your workout regimen like what do you do that is the way yeah i agree (laughs) genetics (laughs) yeah right (laughs) right yeah and and say hey tyson can you help me like i like i love your arms love what do you do right let's let's work out together Find someone that has what you are looking for. Positive things, of course, yeah. right? And then and have a conversation and say, hey, look, here's where I am. My arms are not where I want it to be. Uh, what can I do? You know, can you share with me what you do for your arms? And let's yeah. let's figure this out. Let's work on it together. So awareness is yeah, the first awareness step. Awareness is, and then right. have a model that you can follow, right? Yeah. Definitely. That's good. Awareness is huge. Yes. That's, I think that's the first step, you know, to recognize it as an insecurity and, and then find them. That's mentor. the difference between what the world is currently telling you to do versus what God, the church, or not even. Like, you, you, you even look at people that are not, you know, like Christians. Like, if you look at people like, uh, the name escapes me now. Uh, Anyone, even outside of church, like anyone that's 
progressing in their life. It's it's being aware of where they are, but not settling for where they are, not glorifying their weakness, not glorifying their current situation, but wanting to get better. So I think we're beating this horse pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Where are we trying to go here? What are we trying to say here? Like, we, what are we... We're trying to tailor it towards the Christian life. Church. I mean, I know, ins- I know insecurities in my Christian walk are, I don't pray enough. I don't read my Bible enough. I don't do these things enough. And what's so funny is I remember when I was like first becoming a Christian, like my first couple of years, and I would go to these men's Bible studies and people would talk about what they were struggling with, right? And I was always like, man, I'm just not getting into my word enough. And I remember saying in my mind, like, what a freaking pussy. Like, <laughs> what is that crap? Like, why aren't you being honest? Like, why don't you talk about your struggle with porn and like this, that, and the other and all these things. And and why I think that was true, I've also become, become God has beaten me up on this a little bit, so to speak, but um, understanding that uh, the reason why you feel insecure about praying and reading your word is because you don't. If you <laughs> did, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. you like, for example, we talked about, like, I feel insecure about my dad bod because I don't eat right and I don't work out. Yeah, I feel insecure. You know what I mean? It's like, there's always, no one, no one wants to admit where they're wrong. Right. Every again, every, we want everybody else to change, and we don't. We don't want to change ourselves. We want everybody to come down to our level, and in the in our and especially in our Christian community, we don't do that because we understand that um, you can't come down to other people's level. You have to continue to try and push to another level if you want to be truly healthy. But when you're truly healthy, when you are reading your Word, when you are praying, when you are doing all these things then it unlocks a whole another level with Jesus because he doesn't have to navigate through so much junk to get to you. It's, it's like, I don't know a good analogy, but um, it's like walking down a, a paved road, right? For example, instead of a muddy, rocky road to try and get to you. Yeah. It's perfectly paved, boom, he can go right to you versus... Um, or like the carts, for example, like on a horse and buggy, if you will. If it's a paved road, boom, it's easy. There's no issues. This is a bad analogy. But if it's full of rocks and it's muddy and it's dirty and it's not paved, it puts on way more stress, way more issues, and it takes way longer to get to the same outcome. So I think that God works like removing layers out of us. Yes. He doesn't do it at once because we won't be able to survive, you know, because it will be very painful, but he does it by layers just so he can get to the core of us, you know? Um, and I think uh, I've been in, in Christianity for a long time and I've seen working on me. And I I never thought about insecurities like the way we, we are thinking right now, you know? Um, just this week when, when we get the notes, just thinking about it, I was like, oh, I was insecure at this age. I was insecure at this other age. But I can see God working on those insecurities and just... Uh, getting rid of it, you know, in a way. So um, I think that's that's the work that he does. So, yeah, when you're, when you become a Christian and you partake in the great commission to go out into all the world and preach the gospel, I think uh, we can sometimes think that that means that I have to be a preacher. 
I have to be standing on stage delivering a message, which is not true. We're all part of the Christian body that operates as a system. And so God uses the way he fashioned you. He uses your talents and your skills. And it may not be that you are a preacher, that you're, you're supposed to speak on stage and give a, an eloquent message. It may be that you are working the, you're serving um, on the technical team or you are passing out welcome cards or whatever it is, whatever, if you, maybe you're really good at greeting people, you have a friendly, hospitable um, vibe about you. And that is, it's all the same. It's all ministry, whether you're standing on stage or you are changing diapers for um, the babies in kids church. It's all ministry and it's all part of witnessing because we're all operating as a body. So when you understand that, you're, you're immediately secure that, oh man, I am a part of the Great Commission. I don't have to be like that because God didn't wire me like that. Like I suck at computers. Like don't ask me to touch a computer. I'll bust it. You might get a virus on that thing. <laughs> Um, but I am good at with people and, you know, being, yeah. um, you know, having a good smile on my face and greeting yes. people, making them feel uh, welcomed. Like that's just a gift that God gave me. And that's the way I can operate with uh, within the Christian realm. We all have those uh, skills that, that got put on us. I manage my team and, and I, I just see amazing people every day, you know, things that I'm not good at. There's all the people that can do it, you know. So um, I think that when, when you realize, because God made, made us with purpose, he just didn't make us uh, so we can live only. He made us with purpose. And and it, I can just imagine God being the creator, waiting for you to use what he put on on your life. You know, So that makes it, that makes our life amazing. I, I think it will be bored if we will all be the same. So. Yep. It's very true. We'd be very boring if we were all the same. But if we don't, and that's the thing is, I think that's why we're harping on this point is if you're, if you're choosing to not be real and honest about your insecurities slash your sin, then you'll never be anything more. Plain and simple. Yep. Yep. This was Where'd you go, one. Ben? We lost your voice. <laughs> he was done talking. He's over it. <laughs> Okay, somebody land us. We're, we're just about there. How do you help to resolve an insecurity? First, humble yourself and speak to others. Mm-hmm. It's not about uh, who you think the others are. It's about who you think about you and who you are. Don't compare to others. Compare to yourself. Oh, I see this picture. You just tagged this in. Heck yeah. <laughs> Nice. See, dude, right there. I just got insecure. I was like, my belly looked too big. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It's and that was unintentional. It oh, just dude. Popped in my mind. That's just the straight, you want that's straight muscle. We can take another picture. <laughs> no, they're already up. No. They're live. Oh. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we're good. We're I think good we've 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 talked about this horse enough. Um Okay, that was episode seven. I would like to hear comments in our if they're in our social media. Yeah, guys. I would if like you to got, see what you think. You got yeah. you got ideas. You got comments. Oh, uh, pop over to iTunes. Leave us a review. 
any place there's a review, leave it good, bad, or indifferent. We want to hear from mm -hmm. you. You can DM us on social media if you got suggestions yeah. or if you yeah. want to hear us talk about something. Um, we want to start hearing from you. We're going to start building out ways to connect with you, um, ways that you can support the show. We're looking at merchandise. There's so many things coming down the pipe for this show. Uh, we are literally just getting started. Uh, there's so many powerful things going down this way. Um, and as always, I just want to thank the amazing men I'm with. Abe, Ben, T-Money, and I'm John, Tyson. and we are Menovation. Yeah, yeah. Just don't be too rough because I'm insecure. <laughs> <laughs>